Can I rant for a sec? Please. Pay apps are way too public. What happened? Some rando hearted a payment from five months ago, and I realized people can see my entire history, who I'm paying, like full names. It's super weird. Yeah, it's weird. How are you paying your friends then? Apple Cash. It's all in messages. You can literally send cash like a text, and it stays between friends. Random people can't see it. Did you just pay me a dollar on Apple Cash? <laughs> Services are provided by Green Dot Bank. Member FDIC. Terms apply. Can we just talk about summer for a second? The sun shining, the beach calling, and oh, the style. Macy's is your ultimate summer style destination, whether you're jet setting or just chilling in your backyard. I'm all about easy breezy outfits and Macy's has it all from flowy summer dresses to those must have espadrilles and Levi's skirts. Macy's has them. Oh, and those Dolce Vita sandals. Let me tell you, they're a game changer for all day comfort and style. Don't even get me started on matching sets. We all know I live in matching sets all year long. So I've got my eye on some super chic sets at Macy's. So whether you're prepping for a vacation or a staycation, head over to Macy's.com slash own your style and let Macy's hook you up with everything you need for the perfect summer vibe. That's Macy's.com slash own your style. Don't miss out. Own your summer style with Macy's. Let's make this summer one to remember. Becca, do you want to clean that matches your vibe? Sure. Are you tired of meh smelling cleaning products? Totally. Well, then clean confidently with coconut scented Clorox Sentiva. It's powerful, clean and refreshing scents transform every room in your home into a coastal getaway. Because it smells like coconut, cleans like Clorox and feels like inspiration. Get Clorox Sentiva at a nearby retail store, also available in grapefruit or lavender scents. Presented by 21 Seeds. Hey, you know how we're always trying to keep our girls' nights exciting with new cocktails? Uh, yeah. Well, here's something that's going to flip the 21 Seeds infused tequila. Wait, you already know? Of course. 21 Seeds is an award-winning tequila infused with juice from real fruit. Yeah, so you only need two or three ingredients to make the perfect cocktail. But did you know that 21 Seeds is founded by two sisters and their friend? Sounds like there's a good story behind that for sure. So listen, if you love tequila, you have to try 21 seeds infused tequila enjoy responsibly 21 seeds diageo new york new york scrubbing in with becca tilly and tanya rad an iHeartRadio and two-time people's choice award-winning podcast hello everybody we are scrubbing in this is you're hearing this on christmas eve but for us, it's not Christmas Eve yet. <laughs> it is not. I am. Uh, I'm gonna. I'm gonna predict what I'm doing right now, and I'm gonna be learning the guitar, manifesting <laughs> my 2021, picking my word, and sitting on my couch. That's what I'll be doing right the now. The learning guitar is funny. Still <laughs> funny. Because um, you have to be ready for our return episode where you will have learned a few chords. You know what? I do have to say I have watched some YouTube videos huh. since our last podcast, and I I'm, think it's going to be a little bit more challenging than I had expected. Yeah. <laughs> can, uh, can, like mostly guarantee that that's the case. And you're going to be like, ouch, this hurts. Yeah, your fingertips are really going to hurt. Yeah. Well, let me tell you something. No, right? I'm telling you. Those <laughs> things are delicate. <laughs> you need a callus built on those. Um, so, yeah, I will be... Because I leave for my road trip on the 21st. And so I should be arriving into Louisiana around the 20, around this time, Christmas Eve. So and you're going to be tired. So you'll or be tired. I'll be like fresh off of an adventure and I'm just like happy to be out of the car 
ready to see my family. Could go either way. I'm going to go tired. I'm going to text you this day and ask where your head's at. <laughs> well, anyways, this is kind of happy fun. Merry Christmas Eve and to all a good night. But <laughs> <laughs> are you guys, Easton, Mark, are you guys staying in L.A.? Um, we uh, have rented a an Airbnb cabin in the snow. Nice. We're a little concerned because short-term rentals in California are not allowed right now. Oh. Um, unless it's for essential workers only, that sort of thing. And I don't really understand that because that seems safe to me. But I think that it's just an effort to keep people from going anywhere for any reason. Right. Because um, it's just the four of us and we're just going to be in a house together. So it's not like we're going to be uh, interacting and mingling or having a party. Anyway, we've been in touch with the homeowner many times, and the person says, nope, everything's fine. Everything's great. No need to cancel. We're good. So as far as I know right now, that's where we're going to be, in a cabin in the snow, the four of us. But it's very possible that'll get canceled and we'll be at home. Right. It's very 50-50 at this point. Yeah. So flash forward in on this day. I'll check in with you, too, to see, <laughs> to oh, good. see where you're at. I'll look forward to that. I'd like to point out, Mark, I don't know if you guys have seen in the uh, L.A. County, like, lockdown order, if you read the fine print, podcasters are, in fact, essential workers. Is that right? That is right. Somebody, somebody said that to me the other day because I was looking to, long story short, uh, my neighbor is having their roof redone. And this is like a neighbor, for people that don't live in Los Angeles, I can literally put my hand out my window and touch their window. That's how close they are. <laughs> And so they start work really early in the morning and they're banging and they're yelling and it's, it's not the peace, the, you know, quite peaceful. Um, so I was looking to kind of do the same thing where I was just going to go and I was like trying to find somewhere, but everything said you had to be an essential worker. So I said, uh, Becca, I come stay at your apartment when, uh, (laughs) when they're working on the roof next door. So Cheers to that. Cheers to being an essential worker, podcasting, yeah. getting the good news out. <laughs> yeah. Um, wait, I'm I'm Issa, what are you doing for Christmas? You know, the last couple Christmases, uh so I, I'm my family's in Northern California, and usually what Allison and I do is we go visit my family for Thanksgiving and then we s- just stay here for Christmas. And it's been really fun. So uh, we're going to have a normal Christmas by that standard. We're just staying at home. Um, we're just gonna watch movies and do the Christmas thing. Uh, and yeah, you know what, just, that's nice that you're not tr- like, I feel like my family, the whole month of December, we were trying to plan something like, okay, maybe we can get outside, do something at a park, you know, together. But then like, as it got closer, it was just, everything started getting way worse. And it's just like, we're six different households. So it was just like, yeah. it's a no, you know? And so <laughs> it was just like, we kept trying to plan safer things each time. And then it, th- we just kind of gave up. We were like, uh, my family's like, why? Are, my family's like, why are you driving? And I'm like, you guys, we're in a <laughs> pandemic. I'm trying to keep you all safe. We're doing our part. It would be like I said, it'd be one thing if it was like just me flying. I felt like you know, it was last time I flew, it was really safe. But not knowing how many people are going to be traveling, and there's three of us, so I'm like, we're listen, we're making the most of it. We're doing a road trip. It's going to be awesome. We'll see how I feel on the return trip, but. As of now, I'm actually very excited about the road trip. Road trips are great because not only, you know, you can bring something to read, you got your fun playlists to have, but nowadays, if you're not driving, you can watch movies. You can binge something. I mean, it's amazing. You have so many options. When I was a kid. Oh, that would make me so sick. 
Oh, when you were a kid, you couldn't do any of that stuff. I would just listen. I had my little Walkman. I'd lay in the back of the van and listen to the Walkman for the entire trip. But now you can do anything you want. It's amazing. Walkman. <laughs> the last time I had a Walkman, I was on. it was on Chris Soul season of The Bachelor, and we weren't allowed to have our phone. So we flew from Chicago to Bali, and Taylor Swift's 1989 album had just come out. So my producer was like the person I was with after hometowns and he and his girlfriend were like my BFFs. Like I, I was obsessed with his girlfriend cause she was like the coolest. And she was like, let's go to target. And cause this is like an unknown thing, but after my hometown, after your hometown, at least during this season, we came back to LA and then they had a budget. So like we went to a Lakers game. We went to Mastro Steakhouse. Just you and these producers? Yeah. And like we just like lived. I literally lived my best days? life. Like a week because I had my first. My hometown wow. was first. So um, we went to Target because I knew I was going to Bali. And I was like, this is going to be the freaking longest flight ever. I don't have any entertainment. And um, I got a Walkman in the 1989 album. And I just listened to that on repeat for 15 hours <laughs> that's so, wait you know what's funny that makes me think that the people the the guys from this season of the bachelorette are probably like we really got the short end of the stick <laughs> because they probably had to just like quarantine for that week you oh, know yeah like after hometowns they probably just had to go back to la quinta and chill for a week they really got familiar with la quinta mm-hmm. let's just say they will have many memories at la quinta um also before we start our highs and lows because this is what um this episode is for I get a message. So I nannied for this family in San Diego like 11 years ago or 12 years ago. And it was a little boy and a little girl. And the little boy was, I think he was five. He was in kindergarten. And um, I haven't talked to them in forever. And his mom wrote me recently. And she was like, hey, I was wondering if you would send, a, we're doing a video for Aiden's birthday. And I was wondering if you'd send a, um, a video and be a part of it. He's turning 16. And I was like, oh, he's 16 yeah I've aged 12 years like what I know the people when you like nanny for people and they're like little and now you're looking at them on Instagram I did that I Jojo Wright on Kiss FM I used to babysit his little girl when she I was like changing her diaper and now I see her on Instagram and I'm like (laughs) what in the world so then he he sends me a direct message and he goes is this Becca Tilly that I know like there's a bunch of people with this name and he was like I was shocked to see you in my video he was so like smart and he's just so well spoken I felt like I was talking to an adult but it was the cutest thing and yeah, made me so I can't happy. imagine having children and like watching that happen to them I know what a trip yeah but you see them every day so like that's it's true, weird not seeing someone or even like talking to them regularly for 10 years, plus years yeah. and then they're 16 and he's like eligible to drive just eligible. I don't well, know if that's the right word. Yeah, eligible. Is it eligible? It, well, I guess he's technically permitted, eligible to drive. <laughs> permitted to drive. <laughs> he's legally not, able to not drive. Like a contest. He's like, well, I mean. Well, when they're your kids, it's shocking from the other direction. Because, yeah, you see them every day, so you don't notice little changes. But my kids' lives have been very well documented. And just the other night, we were watching a video called, that I titled Allie and the Mirror from when she was not quite two years old. And she was making faces at herself in the mirror and saying funny things. And and it's and it, it just makes you emotional because now it's not that you haven't seen them in so long and suddenly they're old. It's suddenly they're old. And that was just yesterday they were like that. <laughs> yeah. And now they're making silly faces for their TikToks. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> um. So this episode is basically to recap the highs and lows of 2020. Um, (laughs) And I think we're going to stick to the two P's, personal and professional, and we're going to... 
be sans the other two P's, which are pandemic and politics. Oh, okay. So, yeah, I think we can all agree that a low was the pandemic and politics. Yeah, I think we yeah. can all agree that there were lows in both of those categories as far as how we all. Um, that was a rough year. Yeah, yeah. it was in rough. Both, in both regards. Yeah. yeah. yeah um, I like that idea. Thank you. Did you? Did any of you write these down or are you just going off the top of your head? I wrote mine down. Wow. So I so this I did a blog for Kiss on this and I was typing it out and I finish it and I'm like all my highs were literally January February March (laughs) not one high from March on I was like oh (laughs) that's kind of dark yeah it's kind of dark um all right great I'm really excited to start this and. I think it, we're all really excited to start this. I'm excited to hear the highs because those feel like the harder ones to find during this year. Um, but we will get to those when we come back. Can I rant for a sec? Please. Pay apps are way too public. What happened? Some rando hearted a payment from five months ago, and I realized people can see my entire history, who I'm paying, like full names. It's super weird. Yeah, it's weird. How are you paying your friends then? Apple Cash. It's all in messages. You can literally send cash like a text, and it stays between friends. Random people can't see it. Did you just pay me a dollar on Apple Cash? <laughs> Services are provided by Green Dot Bank. Member FDIC. Terms apply. Rakuten's Big Give Week is back with 15% cash back. This week, May 6th through May 13th, Rakuten is having their biggest cashback event of the year. It's a festival of savings with big cash back at hundreds of stores. Don't miss headliners like Ulta, Good American, and Dyson. And top categories like fashion, beauty, electronics, and home essentials. I'm so excited to shop for all new makeup and even some pet products and treats for my dog, Sunny. And during Big Give Week, the cash back is bigger than ever. This is the perfect time to shop for everything you need for spring and summer, like clothing, outdoor gear, and travel. Rakuten really is the best way to shop. You can save by stacking cash back on top of deals. Plus, Rakuten deposits your cash back directly into your PayPal account or they can send you a check. Rakuten has 15 million members who are already saving and you can be one of them. Membership is free and when you sign up and shop today, you get an extra 10% cash back boost. That's an extra 10% cash back on top of the 15% cash back. You won't see higher cash back rates than these. So go to Rakuten.com or download the Rakuten app, R-A-K-U-T-E-N. Shoppers, get it. Want to know where all the spring savings are this year? Ross, you'll find huge deals on all of the latest spring trends. At Ross, you'll find brand names for 20 to 60% off department store prices. You're definitely finding your next favorite outfit. We're talking about savings on your favorite shirts and tops. And it's spring, so you know Ross has savings on sundresses. They've got deals on dresses for days. I mean, every style for spring. Don't forget the sandals. From slides to wedges, find brand name sandals for less. Ross always has those for the low. And there's always a reason for a new purse at this price. That brand name handbag at this price? Of course. Deals on handbags? Yeah, hold my purse. Seriously, just visit your nearest Ross and see for yourself. Ross has something for everyone. Plus, each new shopping trip means new finds. If you really love savings, head to Ross today. Believe me, your wallet will thank you. So what are you waiting for? Say yes for less at Ross. 
Did you know that May is Asian American and Pacific Islander Heritage Month? And guess what? Macy's is celebrating in a big way. I was browsing Macy's online the other day, and I couldn't help but notice that they're highlighting some incredible AAPI-owned brands. I'm talking about names like Cardin, Kaja, Amelia George, and Hey Maeve, brands that bring innovation, style, and diversity to the table. But wait, it gets even better. Macy's isn't just celebrating with fashion, they're also giving back. Throughout the month of May, you can support college access and student success by donating online or rounding up your purchase in-store to APIA Scholars. APIA Scholars is an incredible nonprofit organization dedicated to empowering Asian American, Native Hawaiian, and Pacific Islander students to achieve their academic and professional dreams. And you can be a part of that mission simply by rounding up your purchase at Macy's Checkout. Trust me, every little bit helps. So join me and Macy's this May in celebrating Asian American and Pacific Islander Heritage Month and shop Asian American and Pacific Islander owned brands at Macy's.com or in store. Let's celebrate culture, style, and education together. Well, before we get into more of our highs and lows, I need to share with you guys one of the best highs that I had this year. I discovered Flex. Flex is innovating period care with products that are body safe, made for comfort, and made to keep you moving. The Flex Disc is a one-time use menstrual disc that fits perfectly inside your body, and it can be worn for up to 12 hours and it holds as much flow as three super tampons. You heard me right, three super tampons. It's unlike any other period product that you've seen before, and it's the only product that you can wear for, ding, 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 mess-free period sex. And if you've thought about trying a menstrual cup, this is the one. Flex offers the only menstrual cup on the market with a pull tab, so you remove it the way that you would remove a normal tampon. It's super easy. You already know how to use it. Trust me, you're going to be obsessed. Your Flex cup is 100% reusable and lasts for years, plus it's completely body safe and non-toxic. Flex's products are worth the learning curve, and Flex has videos, diagrams, facts, and dedicated customer service Flexperts on their website to help you along the way. Trust me, trust me. It took me about two tries, and then I finally got it right. Never looked back. So say goodbye to leaks, mess, and stress, and say hello to healthier periods for people and the planet with Flex. Go to flexfits.com to get 20% off all orders using the discount code SCRUBBING20. That's flex, F-L-E-X, fits.com, and use the code SCRUBBING20. All right, we are back with the highs and lows of 2020. Tanya, would you like to do the honors of starting with your... We're going to... I think we do lows first. Let's start with the lows. Or my idea was thinking... I I think there's a high... For me personally, there's a high attached to every low. Like, whether I learn something from it, however you want to do it. We're winging it. Yeah, we're just kind of winging it. I have a lot... I have... I tried to focus because I think like all the lows for me stemmed from... And I I know we're not going to say it, but the pandemic... We can all agree that like everybody had things canceled, everybody had things postponed, you know, goals yeah. and things, you know, people had babies and didn't get to meet fam- Like it was just a storm. Right. Um, so for me, I try to focus on the highs. Okay. Um, so I'm going to kick it off with, and also if you are listening and you would like to partake, we are drinking some champagne. Becca and I are drinking Ava Max champagne over here. Mark is drinking water. Easton is drinking. Topo Chico. Hippo Chico. Chico. <laughs> it's bubble Topo water. Chico. <laughs> <A> tapatio. 
drinking hot sauce. Um, so if you would like to join us, please pour uh, a glass. Pour a glass, maybe mull some wine. I did that the other night. And it was extraordinary. Can't believe I haven't done it in 33 years of living. Um, <laughs> so good. I like who knew mulled wine was so divine. That's a high right there. We'll kick it off with that. Um, <laughs> my high, uh, one of my highs was our live shows. Obviously. Yeah, I mean, we had to start there. Yeah. And I don't think I realized, I did realize in the moment how awesome those live shows were, but I don't think I appreciated how cool it was to be able to like do our podcast and see our listeners like laughing or their eyes or, you know what I mean? Like it was, it's, it's so cool to be able to see that interaction. And I don't think I appreciated it enough in the moment, even though I loved it and had so much fun. Mm-hmm. In hindsight, I appreciate it so much more because we've done some virtual shows and those are fun, but it's like, I mean, we see the group chat, but it's like, we don't see your faces. We don't see your eyes. Oh yeah. I mean, the live shows were, I think we, that, that, I would imagine that we all agree on that being a high of 2020. And I think part of the, the low that came with that was that we couldn't do more. Right. You know, but I do, I will say our virtual events, especially the first one, top notch content for what we were dealing with <laughs> accidentally. That was a low for me because <laughs> it just creates so much anxiety. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, but it was such a, it was a positive outcome. I'm glad it was entertaining, but. Okay, uh, I agree with the live show. My high, um, I just am going through like my photo album because I'm forgetting some things that were at the beginning of the year. I went to the Keith Urban show in Las Vegas. I think that was probably the last concert I went to. And he called out my name during the concert. Wow. That's really a high. That's a high. He said, what are you, I was singing and I was like right under the spotlight directly in front of him. And I had met him right before the show for this. uh, I was with like, Someone from the, oh, do we lose Mark? We did, but he should come back any second. Should I just keep going? J- just keep going. I'll, I'll fill him in okay. offline. Okay. <laughs> um, and I met him before the show. And so during the show, I'm like, like swaying and singing blue, blue ain't your color or whatever. And he, he goes, hey, Becca. <laughs> And I, I like, love Keith Urban. I love him. Yeah, that guy is one of those guys that just deserves all the good things that come to him because he's just an extraordinarily nice human. All right. Easton? Uh, so are we, are we doing like multiple rounds? Because I have a bunch of highs. Uh, oh, yeah. Uh, I mean, I, I'm just saying like what comes to your mind. Uh, yeah. yeah, Easton's like really just wanting the rules on this. <laughs> There's, you're not really going to get a rule here because we're just kind of going. I just want to make so sure I follow might- him. <laughs> You know, yeah. To break the rules, you got to know them. That's what I say. Um, but uh, th- the biggest high for me was that I've gotten to spend so much time with my wife this year. And I'm so grateful for that because last year and the year before, like we were both just working so much and felt like we never got to really hang out together. And um, this year we have spent every waking moment together and it's been so fun. We've gotten so much done around the house. We've gotten to know each other on a much deeper level than I think we did before. And uh, it, we've grown a lot in our relationship. And I'm just, so, I would not trade that for anything. I'm so grateful for that. Yeah. Do, do you, so you, uh, you discovered that you actually really do like each other this year. <laughs> this was the ultimate test to say we actually fully like each other. We, we knew that before, but there's these moments um, where we're like walking the dog or, or doing something, having a conversation. And it feels like, 
you know that vibe you get on a first date when you're like getting to know someone and you're like hearing all these things about them that are exciting you like I still yeah. get that that excitement like and like I'm I hear something that I never knew about her or, or her perspective on something and I want to know more and it, it's it, I don't know it, it feels like I'm like I just started dating her and I've known this woman for like a decade so uh that's so that's really i do think there is there is something really special to you know the low obviously the pandemic and quarantine it's not fun it's not ideal people you know we're people that like to go out and do things Mm -hmm. but i do think the silver lining in that is having that quality time with with certain people you know like i i remember when the pandemic hit um red star and i were like freshly you know Mm -hmm. a couple and then we went into like super lockdown. So we had to get creative and think of dates and like just be outside the box and, and really kind of it took away all the noise. And you just really, I don't know, we got to know each other in a completely different way than I've gotten to know anybody that I've ever dated. So um, I can echo that sentiment, Easton. Same. 95P and I almost killed each other at the beginning. But once we got the hang of it. <laughs> yeah, you had to find a rhythm. Those few weeks of finding the rhythm, though, (laughs) that would be a low. (laughs) Mark, we lost you for a second, but you're back. I think we lost him again. He looks quite scared. He's so dark and frozen right now. (laughs) Um, All right. I'm going to bring up the next one because I think you'll agree with me. Okay. Visiting the Grey's Anatomy set. That was 2020. Yeah, that was literally March 3rd. That was right before the before we went into lockdown. That is so wild. <laughs> that is so wild. This year, it has been a long time. I guess it's been a year. I would say that the Grey's Anatomy set visit was probably a high of my life and not just 2020. For sure, a high of my life. Because, yeah. you know, I actually put on my list too, meeting Patrick Dempsey was a high of 2020. Oh. <laughs> Jealous. I'm going to put that on my resume. I should put that in my Instagram bio. Met Patrick Dempsey on March, whatever day that was, 2020. I'm looking at the videos of us on set. We are so freaky and just weird. Um, All right, Mark, do we have you back? I'm here, yes. Mm -hmm. All right, could we get a high from you, please? My internet is a low. Um, (laughs) And you know what's frustrating is that these companies wear you down. Like, I'm not going to call them again because I've called them 20 times. So I'm just going to deal with it. And that and that and they've won in that scenario. But yeah. I don't have I don't have the patience anymore. <laughs> Anywho, um, what are we doing? Highs still? Yeah. Yeah. Um, I've mentioned a few of my highs already. You know, Friday night um, movie night with the kids was a high back in the spring. The live show for sure, because, you know, ever since I was a little kid, I wanted to be a, a celebrity. I wanted to be famous. And that's why I moved to Los Angeles. I wanted to be famous. And so for one night at the Roxy in West Hollywood, I got to feel like a celebrity. And that was pretty cool. So that's something I'll always remember. And um, I'll never forget that. Yeah, it's incredible. The scrubbers are incredible. Incredible. Unparalleled. Unparalleled. And uh, I don't know. I guess that's it. We went up to Santa Barbara one weekend over the summer (laughs) as a family. That was nice. It was a, I'm kind of reaching, I know, but I'm sorry. I know, it's okay, it's okay. Um, I, I, I can take the baton because um, this was a, a high, not just of 2020, but just of many things. Um, I've done inter- interviews, right? Like, we interview people on the podcast. I know, are you about to say Harry? Yeah. Oof. So 
I go to New York to do this Harry Styles iHeartRadio album release party. And I'm like kind of nervous. I've never met him before. And he kind of has, you know, he's Harry Styles. He's this cool thing with the vibe. And so you don't really know. I don't know if I'm going to get this like really intense interview, if he's going to be cool, if he's going to be, you know what I mean? Like I kind of was really nervous going into it. And I met him right before we were about to do the interview and he could not have been cooler. Was like, can I get you anything to drink? I went up to his dressing room. He was like, can I get you anything to drink? Blah, blah, blah. And I was like, no, I'm kind of nervous. <laughs> um, and then the interview, we did it. And he was so nice, was just talking my ear off, like was giving me all the answers that I could possibly want and more. I told him about one of my favorite songs on the album and just how much it really meant to me. He then put it in, he added the song into his set. So he was only supposed to perform four songs. He did five because he said, I have to perform this, this, you know, like um, he didn't dedicate it to me, but it felt that way. (laughs) So the iHeart team was like freaking out because they were like, oh my God, we got another song from him. This is so like awesome, you know? And then to top the cherry on the Sunday, that night I get a phone call and it is Harry Styles himself wanting to say, thank you for a great interview. Thank you for being a fan. I really enjoyed your questions. I could have talked to you for so much longer. I appreciate you. Uh, I appreciate the way you appreciate my music and that you really like, he was like really just like happy that I was like a fan, I guess. And just said, you're welcome to come to any of my shows on tour. Thank you so much. Have a good night. And I was just blown away. I've never had any artist ever do that. I have always respected the fact that Harry Styles is like a very beautiful, talented man. But here lately, I w- I looked over at Hink the other day watching his Jingle Ball performance. And I yeah. said, I cannot believe that Tanya sat right next to him and had a full length interview and conversation. And then he called her after and said, thank you. And the fact I didn't know that he asked you to come up and get a drink and you denied. Like what? No, he didn't ask me for a drink. No, he said he came up and said, do you want oh, to have oh, a drink oh, yeah, in my yeah, room? Yeah, I'm sorry, before the interview. Yeah, yeah, yep. yeah, yeah. Yeah. I thought you meant after. I was like, no, no, there was no funny business after. But Can before- you imagine saying <laughs> Lots of funny no? business before. <laughs> there was lots of, lots of funny business before. Um, wow. No, I know. And, and honestly, like, I'll never forget it. And I'm like, I will be his fan, like, forever. And not just like a fan. But the funny thing is, is before he performed that song that he added in because it was my favorite- he kind of like looked over at me and gave me this like look. And Samantha, our morning show producer that lives in New York, was like videotaping everything. So she got it on camera. Yeah, yeah. Red Star saw it and was like, I don't really love that look. <laughs> yeah, no one's going to like their girlfriend having Harry Styles look at them with a smirk. I know. I'm like, first of all, it just was nothing flirty happened between Harry Styles and I. But I kind of love that he was like, I don't love that look. I was like, oh. I'll know. That was a high for me for you, honestly. (laughs) That was peak. That was pretty good. And I get it, too. You know, these these guys, these, you know, musicians do a million of these interviews. And I think they answer the same questions over and over and over again. And all of the interviewers, you know, some are better than others. But you took the time. You listened to the whole album, I'm guessing, at least 10 times. Because you love to do the repeat thing. So you really knew what you were talking about. No other interview is going to listen to the album over and over again. They might listen to it once, but typically I think they'd listen to a few tracks and they'd read his Wikipedia page Mm -hmm. and they'd be, and they feel like they're good, you know, where you really put the effort in. And I think you really really appreciated that. I really put the effort in. I even sang back a little bit of my favorite lyric. (laughs) 
and he was dying laughing. Like he was like, <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> And, and then he like finished, he finished singing it for me because it was just too painful to yeah. like listen to. <laughs> but like, think, let me help you. You're yeah. also putting the effort in not out of obligation or duty, but because, but out of passion. And that yeah. I think really comes through. Thank yeah. you, Mark. Well, that was uh, Harry Styles. If you ever want to come on Scrubbing In, um, the door <laughs> is always open. I don't want him to come in until we can do it in person. <laughs> I agree. Save it. Yeah, save, save it. it. Yeah. Well. Let's put that. I'm gonna put him on our 2021 vision board for the podcast. Um, I might do it for yeah, yeah. <laughs> podcast, personal, yeah, meet sure. cute, whatever. You know, like, have you read those? I mean, obviously, you've read those stories that are just kind of out there about him. How he like, I don't know, he, his car broke down on the street yeah, and he, he went fed in, fed someone's fish. And the, yeah, and like the guy was like, "Oh my gosh, my daughter's obsessed with you, but she's not here right now." And so he like fed her fish and like wrote her a letter. And it's just like that is who he is. Mm-hmm. He's just so nice and just genuine and super, super humble. Like he doesn't realize he's Harry Styles. You know, best kind of celebrity. That's yeah. the best kind. Yeah. Um, I'm gonna go to I'm gonna go to a low, which because I do think it's it's like. Like, we have to acknowledge, you know, the highs and the lows. We have to acknowledge the lows. Uh-huh. My low, but there's a high that goes with it. So, I felt like there was this year for me was, like, the biggest year of growth that I've ever had personally. And I think a lot of people can probably attest to that. But um, from learning about, like, during the Black Lives Matter and learning so much about that that I was ignorant to. And it was it was hard and uncomfortable because it was, like, it felt like it was obviously something we should already know about. But I felt like there was so much growth in that. But it also brought a lot of difficult conversations with friends and family members that contributed to some really low moments for me. But the result of what could come after would which is growth was like it made it all even though it was like a low point it there's like a light at the end of the tunnel of like (laughs) seeing seeing it the relationships and the conversations come out on the other side I have to say I've been like I've been really proud of you this year because I think that and I'm not I don't want to say it wasn't just I think the Black Lives Matter movement helped push you to have those exactly, conversations yeah. but these are conversations and, and issues that you've been having for many years now mm-hmm. and so I think that you finally like kind of got the you know the whatever it is to have these conversations mm-hmm. and they're hard and they're uncomfortable and it's weird and yeah um I'm just like really proud of you because I know you know you're not a person you don't like confrontation don't. and so you, you know you sweep things under the rug and I feel like this year you really you pulled that rug up and you started sweeping that dirt around you know yeah I it was also you know it was the first year I ever even like considered going to therapy and went to therapy and learned so much about myself and just the learning the simplicity of that that it's okay to have an opinion and that it's okay to have different opinions and different beliefs than how you were raised or what the people close to you think and you can still love each other and have these difficult conversations and come out on the other side just understanding each other more and I never knew that how important it was because I always have run away from confrontation and conflict so while those were some of the I mean I would say some of the lowest moments of my life up to my 32 years it was also this necessary year for me of like 
would I have had that growth without these, these lows? And the answer is no. So I look at 2020 with this, like, my initial thought is like, oh, 2020 was the worst, but it was also really good for me and healthy. And I don't know if I would have ever gone through the steps of becoming a better human and learning about myself more if it hadn't been these situations. Right. I got a DM uh, recently on, on uh, one of these platforms from a scrubber who, who mentioned that I, you know, said I'm a liberal and, and she, I, I'm the person she always disagrees with on the show and that sort of thing. And to Becca's point, I really do believe that these terms like liberal, conservative, Republican, Democrat, blue, red, all that stuff, they really do serve to divide us. And I really believe that yeah. we all as a nation agree on so much more than we disagree on. But in divisive times like this, it becomes, you know, Trump's the Antichrist and Biden's the Antichrist and whoever wins half the country is going to, they're all moving to Canada and they're going to burn the whole country down and it's the end of America as we know it. And it just gets so crazy. But I really believe that if, if I and that woman who DM'd me, if we sat down, I bet we'd agree on so many more things than she might think. I really think that. And I think that's true of everybody. I think so, too. I agree 100%. I think there's been so much more division. And if people, the whole the whole issue, and obviously we weren't going to get into the two Ps, but they were. Yeah, Mark, way to bring the, no, but they, bring the P wait, It's here. like we have to acknowledge what it was. And I do agree, Mark, that the division sometimes felt so unnecessary if we could just have conversations with each other. And yeah. it was, it was, I hope that moving forward, we can do that more with each other. I think that something that 2020, a low that it brought to me was I've kind of been this person just my whole life. I have been unabashedly myself. It's, I've been embarrassing. I say things that you probably shouldn't say in public. <laughs> like I've just always been that way. And 2020, I feel like made me a little fearful um, to, to things I say or how to act or what to do. And I hate that. I hate that it put that in me because I've always been the opposite. And so um, that was a big low because I felt very paralyzed for a period of time. Um, and it and honestly took, I started seeing a therapist. It took that to kind of break through that and just kind of get kind of the old me back. You know, like I, I want to be fearless. I, that's how I want to live my life. I want to just be me. Mm -hmm. And there was a good chunk of time this year that I just wasn't myself. And... Uh, I think it was necessary, I guess, in a way, because I did grow through it. Um, and it got me to a place I do think therapy has been really good for me just in many other ways, but it like helped me kind of reverse this almost damage that was done to my personality in a weird mm -hmm. way. You know what I mean? Yeah. So that's my low that turned into a high. Turned yeah, into that's, high. And that's the lesson I think for you, especially Tanya of this year you started to hesitate before you were your unabashed self and there were repercussions from that. This podcast was kind of lost for a little bit. We weren't really sure what we were doing for a little bit. We got some negative reviews for a little bit. Didn't win that award for a little bit. You know, the lesson is you got to be you that you've gotten this far doing that. You got to go it's not even like about being, it is about being me, but it's also like, I have this drive in me that like, I like to, I like to have goals and I like to push things forward and I like to challenge people and I want us to be better and do better. And I, I feel like I lost a little bit of that motivation in a weird way too. You know what I mean? Like I was just kind of 
going through the motions instead of being proactive, which is how I like to be. I like to be proactive instead of reactive. And I felt like I was just being like passive. And I was like, who is this girl? I literally like looked at myself in the mirror and I was like, who are you? And I had to write it down. Yeah. I mean, I think that that was, I, I feel like a lesson for everyone this year was kind of getting back to who we are and being able to, and we've talked about this on the podcast so recently is like, hear the, hear what people say, take it. If, if it's negative and it's bringing you down, take it as a grain of salt, as an opinion. And I just had my uh, first therapy session just last week and she was like, you really carry people's opinions. Like it really can weigh you down. And I was like, you have no idea like, <laughs> how much it weighs me down. Like just one single person's opinion. So that's something I'm working on, which yeah. took, it took some time. I got there too, but I, I used to not give two, two cruds. Two cruds? Like you think I'm loony? Okay. I love being in this loony bin. Like, yeah. you know, I like my rainbows and, and butterflies over here. Thank you. So, yeah. Um, <laughs> I feel like we can talk about what are what we're looking forward to in 2021. What do we want for the podcast? What do we want for our personal lives? I know that we've all acknowledged there was the time together with the people we love was such a valuable part of this last year because we would have never, ever gotten it, like Easton said. Um, it made us all slow down. We grew. We learned. There were so many fun moments at the beginning of the year even during sprinkled in here and there but it's like what's next year look like for yeah. us I know you know I, I also too I put on my high list that like I never worked the Oscars before and I actually got to work the carpet this year and I'm like I forget about those things that were you know like that was a big dream I had wanted you know like it was always I just never got that carpet and so yeah. this was like a really big win for me and like literally in the same month on the flip side I was, was working on my book proposal and that just went to like, mm. I was too safe for non-Christian publishers. And then I was too racy for Christian publishers. And that really gutted me. And it like broke my heart because it's just like, that's a, literally like me. It's like, I'm handing myself over and then you're getting these words back about yourself. Yeah. And it was interesting. Cause I was talking to my mentor about it and he was like, Tanya, he always has a way of, changing the like perspective for uh -huh. me and he goes Tanya the best people in this industry are people that don't fit into a box and I was like bingo that's good advice I, I don't that fit into either you know it's like I probably am too safe for non-Christian publishers again, that's your whole career is not fitting into a box yeah and I was like you're right I don't fit I was like I don't know why I made it like I, I would call Becca and I was crying so hard I took it so it was, it really hit me so hard. And then I was like, you know what? That's, it's, it's a different way. I have to do it a different way. Maybe it's not the traditional way I do a book. Like, I don't know. And that'll maybe hit me in 2021, but, um, it was like such a heartbreak. And then after I talked to him, it was just like, okay, I need to change my perspective and like think outside the box. You think Harry Styles likes a girl who's in a box? I know. Who fits in a box? No. <laughs> no. He doesn't. No, he don't. So, Easton, were you about to say something? No, I'm just enjoying the motivation. <laughs> <laughs> motivation. I'm inspired. All right. Wait, can you open this? Can you open this? Does it need it? 
Uh, uh, yeah, we'll get that open. We're going to pop another bottle of champagne. And there are we'll mini be ones. Ba- there are mini ones. Yeah. Don't worry. Uh, yes, way. <laughs> We're fine. We're fine. Um, we will be back with our goals for 2021. Want to know where all the spring savings are this year? Ross. You'll find huge deals on all of the latest spring trends. At Ross, you'll find brand names for 20 to 60% off department store prices. You're definitely finding your next favorite outfit. We're talking about savings on your favorite shirts and tops. And it's spring, so you know Ross has savings on sundresses. They've got deals on dresses for days. I mean, every style for spring. Don't forget the sandals. From slides to wedges, find brand name sandals for less. Ross always has those for the low. And there's always a reason for a new purse at this price. That brand name handbag at this price? Of course. Deals on handbags? Yeah, hold my purse. Seriously, just visit your nearest Ross and see for yourself. Ross has something for everyone. Plus, each new shopping trip means new finds. If you really love savings, head to Ross today. Believe me, your wallet will thank you. So what are you waiting for? Say yes for less at Ross. Did you know that May is Asian American and Pacific Islander Heritage Month? And guess what? Macy's is celebrating in a big way. I was browsing Macy's online the other day, and I couldn't help but notice that they're highlighting some incredible AAPI-owned brands. I'm talking about names like Cardin, Kaja, Amelia George, and Hey Maeve, brands that bring innovation, style, and diversity to the table. But wait, it gets even better. Macy's isn't just celebrating with fashion, they're also giving back. Throughout the month of May, you can support college access and student success by donating online or rounding up your purchase in-store to APIA Scholars. APIA Scholars is an incredible nonprofit organization dedicated to empowering Asian American, Native Hawaiian, and Pacific Islander students to achieve their academic and professional dreams. And you can be a part of that mission simply by rounding up your purchase at Macy's Checkout. Trust me, every little bit helps. So join me and Macy's this May in celebrating Asian American and Pacific Islander Heritage Month and shop Asian American and Pacific Islander owned brands at Macy's.com or in store. Let's celebrate culture, style, and education together. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. We all carry around different stressors, big and small. When we keep them bottled up, it can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. I feel like therapy, in all seriousness, it wasn't something I ever knew I needed until I started doing it. And I realized how much of an impact it had on my entire life. I think the thing with therapy that's so good is I think that everybody has an ego. We all think that our way is the right way and it's the only way when in reality there is no right or wrong way. And I think therapy really opened me up to that. Like I'm playing therapist in some of my relationships. That's right. <laughs> that's, that's right. How, that's how much therapy has helped me. Well, if you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited for your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash scrubbing today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot slash scrubbing. Presented by 21 Seeds. So, you know, because you have a ton of friends and throw lots of girls nights, it's important to always have a signature cocktail ready to go. Definitely. And people don't want to spend all their time at the drink bar. They'd rather be doing fun stuff like 
playing charades. Or having a dance party on the patio. Exactly. That's why 21 Seeds Infused Tequila is a must-have. 21 Seeds is an award-winning tequila infused with the juice of real fruit, which means the flavors are built in. So you only need two or three ingredients to make your perfect cocktail. 21 Seeds makes the most delicious and easy margaritas ever. Yes, 21 Seeds is smooth, fresh, and tastes incredible. And it's not overly sweet. It tastes like tequila. Just infused with real juice. Totally. And get this, 21 Seeds is female founded. Love it. Modern women, baby. Two sisters and one friend. All my friends are like sisters, so I can relate. Listen, if you love tequila like us, add 21 Seeds infused tequila to your drink bar at home. Enjoy responsibly. 21 Seeds, Diageo, New York, New York. All right, we're back. Um, Tanya had one more high from 2020 that she wanted to (laughs) remind us about. I feel like we missed the biggest high of this podcast of 2020, and that was the Sabrina Carpenter interview a la (laughs) Spicy Margs in Palm Springs. Yeah, like sometimes someone else's high isn't necessarily your own (laughs) high. Because like for me, although that episode was like fantastic and the content was you know, the sacrificial person I am letting that be released was great. I still have, like, get chills down my spine thinking about Easton's wife, Allison, and Red Star rushing behind trying to help me survive, basically. And the fact that Sabrina Carpenter never acknowledged. (laughs) She's a pro. I have to say, like, the back, the behind the scenes of that whole weekend was, like, it was so nice because this was like the first time that Red Star was like around really the second time he was around like my work family but like really like out in the wild you know because we were like on a trip out Yeah, it was together. our first trip really yeah, for any of us. Yeah. And so he's like watching the podcast and everything go down and and helping Becca like throw up, yeah. throw up in a trash can <laughs> and like getting everybody coffee and like I don't know it was just like that was like so heartwarming and then the whole Sabrina Carpenter interview. And then I remember, because I was pretty drunk too. But we <laughs> all, I mean, mine is Easton and Allison. Like, I was thinking this morning about Danielle's in the chat. She goes, we were in we're the car. <laughs> we were in the pool, I mean. And we had already been drinking for a minute. And we go get in the pool. And she's like, basically telling me how much she loves me. And like, she's like, Becca, you're just so rad. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, that's so funny because she fully convinced Red Star that she was like the responsible one of the group. He was like, you guys are so lucky to have Danielle because she is just so buttoned up, making sure that you guys are on time for your stuff and like so fun still. Like he was so impressed by Danielle and I was just like, are you on glue? Look at this chick. And then Easton comes over. We're in the pool like wasted. Easton comes. He's like a mirage, like standing over me is like blurry and he's like, are we doing still doing the podcast at five? And I was like, huh? And Danielle's like, oh, yeah, we we have to do the podcast at five. And I was like, okay. So I don't remember the walk from the pool to the room. And then Tanya answers butt naked. And we were just like, are you? This is not going to go well. It went exactly how it should have gone. But <laughs> naked. I did not know what time it was. I was not expecting company <laughs> in my room. <laughs> I had no idea what time it was. So I throw this dress on. We do the interview. And all I remember is like Becca is out cold. Everybody's helping her. And then I just remember seeing Mark just 
Mark's face <laughs> on the computer screen. And I was just like, I couldn't even, it was like, I couldn't even get words out. Like I was just like so embarrassed. Cause I was just, cause also Mark doesn't drink. So he was probably watching all of this unfold being like, what idiots. Yeah. Like, <laughs> well, Easton right, doesn't either. So, he was a, he had a ringside seat. <laughs> yeah. But for some reason I felt like Easton was wi- like, Easton like saw all the debauchery. Right. Right. Down, he was you know more I mean? vibe in the party. Like, yeah. And you were just like, what is happening <laughs> so i just remember seeing you and i like i felt like i just like closed the laptop like i was like i didn't want to say anything to mark i was just like <laughs> i just remember briefly seeing mark and being like hey mark and then like that's my last memory of that and then <laughs> sabrina's comes into the room and tanya's not there yet and i'm like hi tanya <laughs> we're still like it was just the most unprofessional of all time. And Becky totally. reminds us of the text <laughs> that I got from Danielle because I was trying to figure out, are we going to finish this show or what's going on? Because it was pretty clear that Becca had, was having a very difficult time. And the text from Danielle yeah, said... poisoning. Yeah. The text from Danielle said, there's a situation with Becca. We're trying to figure out what happened. <laughs> trying to figure out. <laughs> It couldn't have been the 12 spicy marks <laughs> that were served to me. Been. The <laughs> so this is back to, like, this is back to when I was, like, in good, good, like, normal Tanya, when I was feel, still feeling my normal self, and I was like, I'm going to be proactive. We're, we came in here to do a podcast. Where I'm going to get her some some Gatorade and whatever you needed. I was like, let's get some food in her. And I was like, we are going to pound this out tonight. We're going to get this podcast done. We're going to do a rehash. It's going to be super great. I had to like rally. Danielle passed out in the bed, but I was like making sure John got her up. And Easton was coherent, so I just had him on standby. And I was just like having Red Star tend to Becca and just make sure that we got her good. I was like, we're going to do this tonight. Like, and we I did. ordered Pizza Hut and a Gatorade. <laughs> and then Red Star comes out. We're both like so drunk on the lounge chairs. He's like, no, piece of that. <laughs> I was like, yeah, go for it. <laughs> you going to eat that? Yeah. Got any to spare? Um, yeah. There's a, that was a good time. There's a thread in the Facebook group recently that was like, what's something you've done that you're 100% sure no one else in this group has done? And I really wanted Allison to say, I've held Becca Tilly's hair while she vomited. But she she couldn't bring herself to do it. I would have had a lot of respect if she went that bold <laughs> to, to just call me out like that. Also, um, it wasn't a trash can. It was an ice bucket. Oh, yeah. Small. It was an ice bucket. I was really having to focus and aim <laughs> i love seeing everybody just like walk um, in the zoom just in the background to tend to becca red star is wearing his like tanya shirt <laughs> like with my face all over it yeah that was fun i hope for more of the less a little less of me being that intoxicated but more of those types of chaotic um, events our scrubber Alyssa, that sent us those beautiful posters um to all of us she included a bunch of other things with the poster but um on this, she sent this and she said the best 30 seconds of the podcast ever. And it's literally just like this flip book. Oh my God. The, the moment <laughs> where Becca, going down. Uh, when Becca goes down in the video. That's amazing. You can't see it. But <laughs> it's pretty great. So, it's so funny because it's literally just like Becca's in the frame in the beginning and then boom, 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 you keep going and she's just like gone. <laughs> it's so yeah. funny that was like she sent so many thoughtful creative things in that shout out to Alyssa again because she's a bomb yeah. um <laughs> yeah that was fun that was a high we have to do that again yeah not maybe necessarily like just like that <laughs> or just like that <laughs> <laughs> okay maybe you can take the take the lead on that one that maybe no and we can guest. make mold we can make mold wine okay 
Yeah, no guess. I think I think Sans guess is the is the move. Just so our professional our professionalism yeah, is in, in, in harm. question. Yeah. <laughs> um. <laughs> okay. We should get Sabrina Carpenter back on the sh- show by the and way and ask her like what she thought. I yeah. would love to know what she thought. If she even remembers, she might be like, "What?" Um. Mark, you had some rapid fire questions we were gonna do oh. for um twenty twenty, right? Yeah. Twenty twenty one. I thought we were gonna daydream. No, no, no. We're going to daydream, but we're going to do rapid fire, like, favorite show, favorite oh, song. Yeah. Right, right. Best. Also, mm-hmm. hot, two highs for me, Taylor Swift's album drops. So. That's a big one. But two highs, yeah. Uh, just around the best TV show you saw, you discovered, you binged in 2020. Go. Go. Shit's Creek. Mm, I'm going to go Little Fires Everywhere. The Sopranos. Oh, look at you. Uh, what about you, Mark? I discovered Better Call Saul this year, and man, I don't know why I waited so long to start that show, but it was bliss. So I good. loved it. Anybody who wants to delve into that world of Breaking Bad and Better Call Saul, it is a fun world to go to. All right, best movie you saw in 2020? <laughs> I have a hard time with this one. <laughs> did, did we see any movies? We must have at home watched a movie or two. I have an answer. If no one else does. Go ahead. Uh, the Vast of Night. It is on Amazon Prime. It's an original movie. It takes place in the 50s. It's about this um, weird signal coming through on a radio station. I saw it at the drive-in. It was the most fun I've had in a, in a movie in a really long time. It's super cute and really fun. Well, that sounds good. It's a really good movie. Um, okay, I'm going to say, and this just shows you where I'm at and how many movies I watched. Uh, I'm going to say Back to the Future. Hell yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But you didn't, Easton's you didn't, very but, pleased with that. Yeah, but you didn't like Back to the Future. Exactly. Wow. <laughs> this is my low point for 2020. This moment right here. Yeah. So Easton went up oh. and then down. My movies, my movie watching was subpar. Um, I'm going to say, I'm going to predict that Wonder Woman, which comes out Christmas Day, will be my favorite. Wonder Woman I thought too. it got pushed back again. It did? I don't think so. I, I think it's coming it's... out on HBO Max on the 25th. She's right. Yeah, that's true. Okay. And I'm really looking forward to it. I just to have a good feeling I'm going to love it. Uh, I don't know. I watched a movie called District 9 on Netflix that I thought was really good. Oh, yeah? It's about aliens. So. South Africa. <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, anybody read any books? What's the best book of 2020? Oh. Here comes the self-help book, Tanya read. Calling in the One? <laughs> no, that was oh. that was that was not this year. Oh, okay. Um, it was called um, uh, Codependent No More. Oh, yeah. You talked about that a lot oh. as well. Oh, <laughs> My gosh. It, I mean, when I tell you that light bulbs went off, it, I mean, I think it's a book that's geared towards um, people who are in a relationship with an alcoholic or somebody that has like some sort mm-hmm. of substance abuse. Mm-hmm. I think that's what it is. But there are so many parallels that, that doesn't need to be why you read it because that's not, you know, I'm not, that's not where I'm at. Okay. And I found it to be wildly enlightening. I read one book this year and it was White, white Fragility. Which was amazing and very, very helpful in my learning and growing experience. I'm trying to get back into reading, uh, but I also read one book this year. It's called uh, Generation X by Douglas Copeland. And it's uh, it's about these uh, young people out in Palm Springs and they're trying to figure out their lives. And uh, it's very funny. Uh, I'm almost done with it, but I'm it's so good I'm ready to put it on my best of the year list. It's called An Absolutely Remarkable Thing by Hank Green, and you should all go read that book. And I used to do a feature on Facebook. We called it Bookmark, and I would heartily recommend this one. An Absolutely Remarkable Thing. It's really, really good. 
I forgot. I read Untamed by Glennon Doyle, and it was literally one of the most life changing. So I would say the two the two yeah, a lot books of people have that been I read me to read that one. Oh my, you would love it. Really? <laughs> yes. Untamed and White Fragility. I feel proud that I'm not proud that I only read two books, but I'm proud that those are the two I read. I didn't read many more. I read White Fragility. I read Codependent No More. I read Boundaries, and I read um, the Lady Gang book. Act like a lady. All right. That was good. That was good. Uh, album of the year. And you cannot say it's a tie. You can only choose one album from 2020. Oh, that's dark. That's darker for Tawny than it is for me. I yeah. Feel. I have my answer. Go. Dua Lipa. Oh. You can't beat perfection. And that album's perfection. You can't. Don't even try and argue Taylor Swift. I'm bringing on Taylor Swift folklore. No, yeah. it's not. It's not even. It's not even comparable. I haven't even listened to. I do leap has some like the ones that I've heard are amazing, but I've not. I've not listened to the album. All That's the, way. the thing. The ones that aren't even singles are the best ones on the album, which is crazy. I to do me. trust you, but I'm gonna stick with folklore. Uh, my favorite's uh, by a band called Drain. They're a punk band from Santa Cruz, California. They had an album <laughs> called California Cursed. I've listened to that thing. 10,000 times. It's my favorite album of the year. I love it. California Cursed. All right. Well, Becca choosing Taylor Swift is predictable, so I'm going predictable as well. Springsteen's new album is fantastic. And by the way, I didn't like the last one. I don't just always love everything. The new one he has out, Letter to You, is really great. But also, my daughter turned me on to AJR this year, and I'm mm. impressed. They are really, really great. So uh, if you're looking for more contemporary music, AJR is great. Also, I am. I forgot that Five Seconds of Summer dropped their album early calm. in the year, and that album is really, yeah, calm. It's really good too. So just if you want to dabble, the new Miley Cyrus rips too. I love that album so much. Plastic Hearts. I really, really like that album. Uh, I can't get, can't get. Through. Wow. A, I, I'm with Tanya on this. There's a few good ones, like few great ones, but as a whole, um, let us not forget that the Queen herself, Ariana Grande, dropped an album this year as well. She had a great album. The thing is, is that I I can uh, agree that there's tons of great albums that were released and tons of great music during there a time. What? Aren't really. But I mean, like, for the situation that we're in. Yeah. But Folklore stood out to me as the star. And it brought, it was like such a high moment that it came as such a surprise. And it was like in the middle of just devastation. And it was like, <gasps> Wait, did you guys see the theory that there's a third album that it's like a part of a trilogy? And no, that you would- told us last <laughs> week that it's debunked. Okay, it was debunked, but her excuse, the debunking was her saying that like it was an accident. Yeah, like I it saw her on meant- Kimmel talking about that. Yeah, and I'm like, I'm sorry, you're not Taylor Swift and accidentally put the word Woodvale in your folklore album cover. That, you just don't do that. That seemed weird. Yeah, so I have a new theory. Okay. It's coming out. It seems like attention to detail is kind of her thing. Exactly. Yeah, I think that, that she does have a third album come, a third album ready to go, and I think she did name it Woodvale, and I think she did put it in that folklore album artwork, but it wasn't finished at the time, and she wrote another banger that she wants to name it something different. So now she's pretending that that was just done by mistake because she wants to name it something different. Hmm. Do you think she told Kimmel to ask about that so that she could bring it up and generate buzz? No, I don't think so. But who knows. Time will tell. I'm okay. It, it, 
regardless, we got two from her this year. If there's a third, then God bless us all. Yeah, true. If we wait for another one for like a few months or whatever, or if she just releases all of her re-recorded songs, happy. I'm a happy I stand. think there's for sure a third one coming. When she had the cardigans for folklore, she released three cardigans, three different colors. Folklore. She did? Evermore. And the third one. Yeah. And then there's three stars on the patches yeah. on the arm. Three oh. stars. <gasps> the trilogy it has to be. I just think she probably changed the name. Wow. Ready for it. All right. We're running out of time. Santa's going to be coming down the chimney any minute now. Let's talk about 2021. I'm excited to hug people again. Yeah. They might be scared for t- during 2021 too, <laughs> But I agree. I do miss that. Um, I am ready to, my goal for 2021 is to, um, really like grow in like business and come up with ideas of what I want to do long-term and make this podcast like the best it's ever been. And I would like to travel, even though I'm like terrified to travel now, but, um, even if it's just like driving and seeing new places, that's just something that I really miss this year, even though I got to go to a few places, I like want to, I learned to appreciate that a lot more. So I'm hoping, hoping that's what that happens next year. Okay. I, I, I do, I do an award show every year called the Easties. In 2019, I did a very small group of my friends. I did it at the, uh, at the Art Theater uh, in Burbank and it was a big success and I had enough interest from people. I was in the works for 2020 to do a real show with an audience at a real venue. And I was like, it was coming together. And obviously it's not going to happen. So um, in 2021, I'm hoping with that vaccine coursing through my veins that uh, I can do <laughs> the Easties live with a real audience uh, at, a, at a performance venue. So that's my so goal. 53 for weeks from today. I'm hoping that it's I'll be, be at Staples Center, the Eastie Awards. Well, Staples or a Center. full circle moment at the Roxy, or the Monrovia Veterans Hall, or you know the uh, <laughs> yeah, 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 that yeah, kind yeah, of thing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's my goal. Yeah, you know, it's it's funny because like I'm such a like obviously I make my vision boards every year, and I like I, I'm a goal oriented person, and I almost feel like this year taught me to like not be tied so much to the goals and be tied more to the passion, to the everyday passion. You know what I mean? I saw this TikTok that reminded me of you because this girl said, you are not, we are not made to be busy or doing something or accomplishing goals 24-7 in our life. And it made me think of how you've always been such a goal-oriented person and how you've, you've, especially before 2020, tied so much of your success to how much you were doing in a day. And I thought I'll send it to you because I favorited it. But I thought it was really good advice of like, we're not made to like run on that level. I used to, my apartment used to be literally a closet. I would come home, I would sleep. I would go do my thing, come home, shower, change, go about, do my thing, come home, shower, sleep, shower, go, 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 come Mm -hmm. shower, change. Like that was like my life. Like it was just, I was just going and I, and I loved it. It wasn't, I'm not complaining. Like I loved it, but I, I've never, I'm like, I my rent 
never been happier to pay it. I'm like, <laughs> here you go, take my money because I'm spending so much time here now. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I, I've never felt like, you know, a rent in LA is ridiculous, but mm-hmm. I'm like, all right, I really live here. You know, mm-hmm. like I, I live here, I work here, I breathe here. Um, yes, you do. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, it's definitely taught me that. So as I make my vision board, it's going to be less focused on tangible things and more on feelings. I like that. Mm-hmm. Mark? Uh, I mean, it's travel in a big way. We're going to Wisconsin next summer, even if we have to drive. Uh, we've already got plans over Labor Day weekend to go to Florida to honor my wife's grandmother who passed away over quarantine. Not of COVID, but um, it was still yeah. an unpleasant last few days for her. So we uh, couldn't really do much to honor her then. We're going to honor her over Labor Day 2021 in Florida with a big group of us going. It's exciting. Back to Wisconsin for Christmas. And who knows what other place we'll be traveling to because traveling will be a thing again. And I want to go to a yeah. baseball game. And all of the things we took <laughs> advantage before, I can't wait yeah. to do again. I'm not looking forward to going back to the office. That's <laughs> not something I'm looking forward to. But the rest of normalcy, I can't wait for yeah i'm going to a bar yeah i just i can't wait to go to a concert again i can't wait to i want to buy a house this next year they have a lot i have a lot of goals what what are you looking at me like that in nashville (laughs) i don't know where but (laughs) i would like to buy a house oh shoot the look i'm getting do you see the look i'm getting Getting quite a look because that's where you were looking i was thinking about it if you move to nashville you'll come visit we're done <laughs> wow <laughs> we're broken wow. up an we're broken up whoa it's an ultimatum you, i don't want to know do... you're not supposed to be doing ultimatums with people that you love anymore that is true <laughs> preach it becca i gave an ultimatum a few months ago and really regretted that um however i do think like Remember in the beginning of the pandemic when we were doing the podcast separate? It just wasn't the same. If we have to do pod, like you and I have to be through Zoom, it's just not the same. I know, but that's nothing to worry about. I just would like to buy a house. So if I find one here, great. I'm not, I'm not opposed to that. What if Becca bought a house in Southern California, but not in like LA proper? That's fine. Okay. All right. I would, I do like, I, I love like the Newport area. It's so cute down there. My sister lives down there and I always go and it's just like, they're right by the beach. It's just that easy way of life. Yeah. Like in a perfect world, do I like her being down the street for me? Yes. <laughs> well, in a perfect world, she loved being literally next door. Yeah. Right next door. But yeah. that didn't, you know. So the how many blocks are between us now? Five? <laughs> you would know. You probably don't. <laughs> yeah. How many steps, Tanya? The, the five blocks, but it's about, it's a little less than a mile. It's, it's, I don't, it's fine. It's fine. It's doable. If you were in a different city, I could deal. Mm-hmm. It's fine. Mm-hmm. Nashville, mm-hmm. hard no. So a flight away is not doable. Flight away is no. Okay. All right. Well, I'll definitely take that into consideration because my life is all about what pleases Tanya and makes Tanya's life best. Thank you so much. You know, the podcast is a team. No, I agree. I do agree. Maybe you could move to Nashville with me if you're that committed. <laughs> <laughs> That's how it works. <laughs> Here's the problem. My other jobs are in Los Angeles. This is getting tense. As of now, they're virtual. Hold on. This is getting tense. This is our (laughs) year-end show. Christmas Eve. Oh, yeah. Sorry. Uh Uh-huh. Christmas Eve. It's about love. 
Merry Christmas. Becca just took it to a dark place. She did not. You I wasn't did. trying to. I think she brought. Becca said, yeah. I would like to buy a house in 2020. And you, Tanya, you took it to a very dark place. Thank you, Mark. Because I would like to say I normally would be the one to go to the dark side. But she took it there today. So <laughs> she has her wide eyes on right now. Um, don't you guys see like Becca and I when we have kids like. You're not having kids, kids together. Like, You're not. Becca's, <laughs> no, Becca's clear not. on that. You're not going to have children together. What do you mean? <laughs> we're not raising children together. <laughs> what do you mean? Our kids are going to be friends. No, no, like no. I know. You were just saying when like, we have kids. Oh, right, right. No, no. Okay, so when when we have our own children yeah. and they're going to be friends and then they're like, Aunt Becca gives us Oreos. Can yeah. we have Oreos? And I'm going to be like, you don't like the vegan paleo nutter butters <laughs> that mommy's making? Oh, feel so bad for them. <laughs> Excuse me. <laughs> um, well, we'll get to that next year. We'll talk about that next. I was year. gonna say that can't happen if you're in Nashville. Oh, I see. Well, neither of us are pregnant or in going in that direction anytime soon. So let me just buy a house before we talk about kids. <laughs> um, thank you all for an amazing year. Thank you for sticking with us and yeah. being supportive of the podcast and listening and interacting with us we are so appreciative as always but I think even more so this year I appreciate y'all um and I appreciate all of you who make this podcast happen Mark Easton Tanya Danielle Riley Becky it is a team effort Amy who is our uh matriarch of the <laughs> podcast who started it um we're so appreciative of who doesn't all the listen listeners. by the way she reads she reads the, she transcript, reads the transcript, which, which you is know, so is very Amy to, fashion. Yeah, I'm like, it's probably the same speed of reading versus listening. Yeah. I would think. Either way. Yeah. We love you. We love you. And um, I hope this year is full of so much joy and love and everything you want it to be. I hope we can all be even k- kinder to each other this next year um, and appreciate our time with each other more. We love you all. Merry Christmas. Happy holidays. Oh, Merry Christmas. And Happy New Year. <laughs> Happy New Year. Um, and we'll be back in 2021. However, there will be a bonus episode with Easton and Mark Sounds- ringing y'all in for the New it's Year. It's on Monday. Will that be the last, will that be the last episode? Yes, ma'am. Possibly last of all time. episode of the year. The last episode. <laughs> <laughs> no, because no, when we come back in January, I'm going to, I'm going to have the gift of song. Oh, oh, that's right. Of instrument. Singer-songwriter. Monday, the Mark and Easton episode. Please let us know if you have ideas for that show or questions you want us to answer or address. We'd love to talk to you. We need them show. badly. Yes. We'd love to talk to you. Um, we love you all. And to all a good night. To all a good night. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Presented by 21 Seeds. Hey, you know how we're always trying to keep our girls' nights exciting with new cocktails? Uh, yeah. Well, here's something that's going to flip the 21 script. 21 Seeds infused tequila. Wait, you already know? Of course. 21 Seeds is an award-winning tequila infused with juice from real fruit. Yeah, so you only need two or three ingredients to make the perfect cocktail. But did you know that 21 Seeds is founded by two sisters and their friend? Sounds like there's a good story behind that for sure. So listen, if you love tequila, you have to try 21 seeds infused tequila enjoy responsibly 21 seeds diageo new york new york want to know where all the spring savings are this year 
Ross. You'll find huge deals on all of the latest spring trends. Yes. At Ross, you'll find brand names for 20 to 60% off department store prices. You're definitely finding your next favorite outfit. We're talking about savings on your favorite shirts and tops. And it's spring, so you know Ross has savings on sundresses. And don't forget the sandals. From slides to wedges, find brand name sandals for less. Ross always has those for the low. And there's always a reason for a new purse at this price. Deals on handbags? Yeah. Hold my purse. Seriously, just visit your nearest Ross and see for yourself. Believe me, your wallet will thank you. So what are you waiting for? Say yes for less at Ross. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. It's a simple truth. No matter who you are, mental health challenges can affect you and how you manage them can make all the difference. That's why everyone should have access to mental health support that meets them where they are and helps get them through. BetterHelp provides online therapy on your schedule. It's flexible, simple to use, and more affordable than in-person therapy. Connect with a licensed therapist selected just for you. Learn more at BetterHelp.com. That's BetterHelp.com. Hi, everyone. This is Rachel Zoe with the Climbing in Heels podcast. We recently sat down with a few recipients of the Botox Cosmetic Onobotulinum Toxin A and iFund Women Grants at South by Southwest, thanks to Botox Cosmetic. Take a listen to our conversation. It's so good. What advice would you give to upcoming like female entrepreneurs or just already sort of established trying to survive still? I literally joke with my staff and and we always are saying, oh, you want to be an entrepreneur? You want to be broke all the time and working 24-7? Ooh. Yeah, but look at you. Yeah, right? But I'm here. So the advice that I give is and I coined this, and I believe I said it on my TED Talk, that your passion follows you. You cannot follow your passion. So my advice is to let your passion follow you, get out of your own way, and never stop and never settle. This episode was brought to you by Botox Cosmetic. Learn more at BotoxCosmetic.com and talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, call 877 877- Three five one zero three zero zero, and follow the Climbing in Heels podcast on iHeartRadio, or subscribe where you listen to your podcast.